I want to look at James one and two, because it's something that we had that I had made mention of um, in uh, on Sunday, uh, uh, almost in passing um, as we were um, uh, doing uh, uh, as we were having church. Um, and I want to take a look at this because when I had mentioned it, it was something about it that had kind of stuck with me. And I want to make sure that we examine it a little bit um, just in, in, in encourage ourselves um, as we go through certain things, because, you know, it, it, we've all been on this call and we've all been have lived life and you understand that things don't always go right or things don't always go perfect or the way that you plan it um, uh, or or even in a way that makes you sometimes question, OK, God, what's going on here? It makes you question whether, you know, whether uh, like Crystal's favorite scripture, you know, all things working together for the good of those who love God and call according to his purpose. You know, sometimes we go through things and it makes us, you know, second guess like, well, how in the world? Is this going to work out, you know, for my good? Or how in the world do you turn this kind of thing around? And it causes us sometimes to think a little opposite of what we of what we believe. Because look, you can believe God is going to do something, but sometimes we think opposite of what we say we believe. And and, and remember, we talked about this before, where it was the guy who said, "Would you say, well, do you believe?" And he says, "Yes, I believe, but help my unbelief." Where there are those two things warm within us, and sometimes you can have that question. Watch this without necessarily. Um, uh, it, it causing you to stop believing, okay? Well, you can, because remember, doubt just means I doubt that that can happen. It doesn't mean you don't believe that it can happen. It means that you're, that there's some doubt that it can actually happen uh, for you. And the thing about doubt is the fact that if doubt is present, that means that there is also an understanding that there that that there is a better outcome. It's just that your doubt, because if there was nothing to believe for, then there would be no doubt. OK, right. If they watch, if there was nothing to believe for, then there would be. So like if if, if there was a if, they, if you were working for a company and they were going through financial issues. Right. And, the, and and you weren't sure whether the company was going to pay you. You already believe that they at least had the resources to pay you. Or other than that, you wouldn't doubt that they would. And so if you knew that they didn't have the resources to pay you, then there would be no doubt present because you because there's nothing for you to believe in. You get what I'm saying? And so if there's belief, if there's doubt present, that means that there's got to be at least at its basic level, some sort of belief uh, in, 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 in some other result other than in what you're and what you're doubting. So I want to look at James two uh, uh, of James one, verse two. And here's what it says. We, we mentioned this. It says uh, uh, last Sunday, consider it nothing but pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you fall into various trials. OK, which automatically right there seems opposite of what we do, that, that, that he says, whenever you fall into diverse trials, this is what he's telling. This is what he's telling these people. He says, uh, consider it pure joy. Okay. Now, why do we consider it joy? Oh, because it's pleasant to go through trials. That's not why he's saying it. Oh, well, because, you know, no, he says, he says, here's why we do that. Because be assured that the testing of your faith, see the, see, the thing is, is that we, for some of us, we don't value our faith being tested for some. So, so when we fall into these situations, he says, Hey, Hey, you know, consider it pure joy. Well, why? Because he's going to stop it. No, 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 no. Because when, well, well, why? Because he's going to, you know, give me the new house that I wanted as soon as this test is out. No, 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 no. That's not why. And so he says, but consider it joy because your faith is being tested. But if our, if our mentality isn't on what was considered, as Paul has said, the spiritual blessings, then when, then my faith being tested means absolutely nothing to me. It's like what I want to do is have faith and I want things to just work out the way that I want it. But what he says is, no, 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 have joy in these trials, watching these various trials. Why? Because the testing of your faith through experience this is the amplified version that I'm reading. So the testing of your faith says it, it produces 
endurance, meaning, watch this, meaning that we should be joyful, right, when we go through things, because ultimately it's going to what? It's going to lead to us having endurance, right? And, and you wouldn't need endurance if everything was going to be easy, okay? You wouldn't need endurance if, 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 if the moment you face something, all you had to do was fall to your knees and then pray, and then by the time you get up, you know, and, 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 and leave your room, that everything you prayed about was going to be handled. You wouldn't need, I see you, mom, you wouldn't need what? Endurance. And so it, and so it says, it produces endurance. What? And endurance, let it have its perfect res- uh, work and through a work, uh, through its work, so that you may be perfect and complete, developed, lacking nothing. Meaning that endurance, watch this, and, and, and the testing of our faith, watch it, ultimately c- perfects us, right? And matures us to the fact that we're lacking nothing. And if there's anything that we see uh, 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 now uh, in, this, in this time is that people don't have patience. Now, we don't, you know, watch this. I know it's hard. I see you shaking your head, Crystal. Watch this. We don't have, this isn't even where, the, where everything's supposed to be going, but I just feel like the Holy Spirit wants me to, 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 to do this. And so, and so if anything, we lack patience. Watch this. We want everything done the same way the, micro, the microwave d- does it. You know, you get, you get a, on a laptop and you t- or, or your phone, you type in a, a web address and let that internet stall for, for two seconds, three seconds. We, we hitting the button more. How come it's not? And it's like, just wait, like just be patient. And because, because we want everything so fa- we don't want anything to watch this to have its perfect work so that at the end we can be what made perfect, mature, completely developed. And what happens is sometimes we walk around here and as opposed and, 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 and we walk around as not completely developed believers, right? Because, because what, because the moment something happens, we don't allow endurance to take place. We don't, we don't allow our faith to be tested to produce endurance because in order for our faith to be tested, that means what, that as it's being tested, we have to continue to believe. Okay. Watch this. So if my faith is being tested, the only way to prove my faith is not to, not to say, I'm going to show you how much faith I have to, 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 to believe that this will end. No, no, no. What if faith is, is what if, what if faith, watch this in some seasons in our life is the ability to believe through it. Okay. Watch this. Not the, cause we look at it. Oh, Chris, you know, Diamond has great faith because she was going through something and she just spoke and it stopped. Right. And but what and, and that's great. And, and, and listen, I hope that happens for everybody. But the, but the truth of the matter is we've all lived life long enough and have walked through it life long enough to know that that doesn't happen. Something we've all listen. Well, maybe you haven't, but we but I have prayed for something. Watch this. And it has not taken hold or has not manifested immediately. And, and, and if I'm going to be honest, sometimes ever. OK. And listen, and so, and so sometimes the testing of my faith isn't to see how fast I can, you know, do something or how fast I can get something done in the spirit. Sometimes the testing of my faith, watch this. So I, so I am complete and lacking nothing is what, how long can I believe and still go through it and build that what endurance. And so, and so, and so we'll get excited and we would always consider it pure joy. Anytime we go through something, if, uh, if the test of my faith meant I just speak and then it's over, but he's saying, no, 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 no. But when it is tested, understand that it is, it is building what endurance and that it is building faith. And so what happens is sometimes we sit here and we pray and we say, I need more faith. God, give me more faith. Remember when they said, when I asked Jesus, how can they uh, increase their faith? He said, well, if you had faith the size of a mustard seed, you could speak to this mountain. And so the whole thing is, is that you don't, necessarily need more faith what if at the end of the day what we actually need is more endurance and need more patience and the ability to not give up and what if it, so it wasn't like okay i have i have this faith 
God increased my faith from here to here. It's like, no, 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 you don't need more faith. All you actually need is this little bit, like this right here. Because watch this, because if you just uh, sat through a trial and just, and just, and watch this, and sat through a trial with endurance, and we're going to get into this in the, in the, in the next, in the next uh, verse. I promise we'll get there. I expect it to be done by now with our, with our little cute devotion for Wednesday night before we start radical in two weeks. Now watch this. But if we could just sit through a trial long enough for endurance to be built in us, right? So, and believe long enough and, and continue to believe, watch, they said, we would be made what? Perfect, completely developed, lacking in nothing. And, and we'd walk the way Paul would say, you know what? I learned how it is to, to, to abound and how to have nothing. I learned how it is to, for this. And, and I, you know, I'm, I've learned in all stages just to be content. I see, I need help. I need help from Jesus as well. Verse five, watch verse five, watch verse five, Jaleesa. It says, if any of you lack wisdom, Okay, so if any of you lack wisdom, uh, an amplifier goes to say to guide him through a decision or circumstances, says he is to ask God who gives to everyone generously without rebuke or blame, and it will be given to him. But he must ask, watch this, in faith. Okay, so we just talked about the faith and endurance. They must ask the faith without doubting, right? Watch this. Uh, for the one who doubts is like a blowing surge of the sea that is blown about and tossed by the wind. This is what we talked about. A, a double-minded man being unstable. says so it's like a person being a, a ship being blown back and forth by the wind, right? Verse seven says, for such a person ought not to think or expect that he will receive anything at all from the Lord. That's what we talked about Sunday, that double-mindedness. And that's what we're getting at tonight, that, 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 that the endurance to believe that no matter what I'm going through, I am not going to be double-minded about this thing. And some of us might have been battling something, whether it's something with your kids, whether it's something with your job, whether it's something about, about your own personal deliverance from something, from some sort of addiction or anything, and you're battling back and forth as to whether God can do it. And the thing tonight, that I want you to remember, watch this, is, and, and you may need to write it down, is that, and write that list down. You know, we have all our impact declarations and stuff. Write it down on the index card and, and, and put it on, on, on your bathroom uh, mirror or put it on the inside of your laptop or inside your Bible or inside your journal or whatever, is that I will not be double-minded about this, okay? And, so, and, and, and reminding yourself that no matter what you feel, because our emotions play into it, no matter what I feel, no matter what other people say, no matter what my eyes see, is that what I believe is this, and I'm not going to be double-minded about this. this is being double-minded, a double-minded man, unstable and restless in all his ways, even if he thinks, feels, or decides, it says that that person, what, should not even expect to get anything from the Lord. And so what we want to do is to make sure that we understand that when we have faith and we are believing, we're going to go through various trials. And But when we go through those trials, it's to build up endurance because the thing we don't want to do is become double-minded about stuff. And that every single time something happens, we change what we believe or we change what we say or we change how we operate or we start to move differently because this happened and move differently because that happened and starting to be super unstable. Watch this. Hebrews 10, 23. Hebrews 10, 23 says, let us hold fast to the hold fast, excuse me, to the profession of our faith without wavering for he is faithful who promised it. And so we want to hold fast to the profession of our faith without wavering, not because our faith is so strong, right? But by the way, our faith gets built, not by adding more faith, right? But by what? Through trial. So we build this endurance and then we're complete, lacking nothing. It says, so what? Hold, hold fast to the profession of our faith for what? He is faithful 
who promised it. You don't have to depend on how you feel. You don't have to depend on what you on what things look like. You don't even have to depend on anyone else. Right. It says he who pro, who, he, who, who promised it is faithful or he, uh, for he is faithful. Who promised it is what it says there. And he was. And so we don't even depend on anything else or anyone else. We hold fast to the profession of our faith because we believe ultimately what? That it is God who is faithful um, uh, to complete it. Jeremiah 17. Again, we're talking about uh, when we talk about uh, trusting him for he is faithful who promised it, right? Watch this. This is what the Lord says. This is Jeremiah 17, starting in verse five. Cursed is the one who trusts in man, who depends on the flesh for his strength and whose heart turns away from the Lord. Watch this meaning that depending on other people and trusting in other people and depending on the flesh, watch this, says that their heart, what? Turns away from God. Meaning that if I'm starting to put my trust in Jason, if I'm starting to put my trust in, 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 in Sister Gwen Harris, if I'm putting my trust in Charmaine, it means that I have, that my heart has turned away from the Lord. It says, curse is the one who trusts man and depends on the flesh for his strength and what? And, and whose heart, has turned away from the Lord. And, and so, and so we want to make sure that we don't have to, we don't put our trust in man. We don't put our trust even in ourselves, that our trust is what? In the Lord. It says he will be like a bush in the wasteland. He will not, watch this. He will not see prosperity when it comes. What kind of condition do we have to be that even when the Lord places prosperity in front of you, that even when there's something that you've been praying for and the breakthrough comes and it is right in front of you? Or what have you listen, have you ever seen someone turn down an opportunity because they think they know what's right and they always got the answer and they always know, well, I'm gonna do this, well, I'm gonna do this. Well, I'm gonna, it's like you know, the opportunity is right here and they won't take it because they're too stubborn or too headstrong. It's because they trust in themselves and not in, 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 in something that God may place their way or something that diamond may say, Hey, here's an opportunity, but they're too headstrong or too stubborn and only want to do things their way and only want to do it this certain way. And will walk away from an opportunity. I see you, mom. That is someone that is mentioned here in Jeremiah 17, six, where it says he will watch this, will not see prosperity. Even when it comes that what prosperity can come their way, but because their trust is in man and because their trust is in their own flesh, that they will not even see prosperity when it comes says he will dwell in the parched places of the desert in a salt land where no one lives. We'll sit there and try to live in a place where no one lives, where life doesn't even exist because you trust in your own. But watch this verse seven. Here's where we are. I see you, Ma. Here's where we are. We're not the ones who don't see prosperity even when it's not there. Here's where we are. But blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, right? Whose confidence is in the Lord, right? That my trust is in the Lord. My confidence is not in myself. My confidence is not in, as much as I love Charmaine. She's a wonderful, uh, you know, Godmother to Mandy. But my trust is not in Charmaine. My trust is uh, my trust is not in Sierra. But my trust is in the Lord. Confidence is in Him. It says, watch this. He will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. Okay, watch this. That's normal for trees, right? Now, watch this. It says it doesn't fear when heat comes. And but watch this. In one case where the person is trusting in flesh and trusting in man, prosperity comes, but he doesn't see it. In this case, heat comes, but they don't fear it. Why? Because of where the trust is and where the confidence is. And so we see what? So so the one who trusts in man and trusts in their own devices and I know everything and I, you know, all this other kind of stuff, that's cool. That's fine. But when prosperity even comes their way, it's not even as if God just withheld prosperity from you. You just don't see it. We just don't see it. So that's that. But now it says when the heat comes, not that he stopped the heat from coming, 
said that it will come, but you don't fear. Watch this, not only not fearing when the heat comes, but says its leaves are always green. So not even fearing when, but the heat still comes, but says not fearing when the heat comes. And then watch this, and not even showing the physical effects of being in extreme heat. Because God says, doesn't fear when he comes and leaves are always green. Our, listen, our trees, I see you, Ma, I see you see here. That doesn't, listen, you can, you can sit here if we had a brutal summer. So look in California where they had these heat, where they had the heat waves and, and grass is brown. And so you don't even water the grass, even though it's brown because we're running short on water. And so, and so, it says to, and so we see the natural tendency for trees, for plants, for grass is to turn brown and to not be green. But he says that the one who, who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in, in the Lord, uh, it says that what? When heat comes, it, it will not fear and, and leaves will what? Always be green. It says it has no worry, watch this, in a year of drought. What? Not that it won't go through a long period of time of having to go through hardships. Uh, watch this. A drought is, uh, is already tough to deal with if it was what? Two weeks. A drought's already to deal with, hard to deal with if it was a month. If you go through a whole summer, you know, because we see this happening all the time in the western part of the United States or in the, in the southern part. So you go through a whole, you can go through three months of a drought is already hard and hard to sustain life and especially comfortable life in a, in a, drought, in a drought of that of, of just three months. Imagine an entire year. But remember, we talked about Blessed is the man who's who, uh, uh, considered all joy, right? When your when your faith is put through a trial, because endurance for an entire year of drought. I see you. It's an entire year of drought. Watch this. That will go through the long period of time of hardship, long period of time of going without, hard period of t- a long period of time of not having what is ne- necessary. So despite going through that long period of time, watch this. Will never fail to do what to bear fruit. Will still be able to operate in a year of drought, as if there is no drought. Come on, somebody. And so, and so, uh, what, so, so what we want to do is what? Make sure we're not double-minded about the things that happen. When what? When we see heat that comes. When we see, watch this, drought and have to go through a long period of time like that. Because what happens is we get double-minded based on the things that we go through. And it's like, the, our, watch this. How strong would it have to be for my confidence to be in God and not even confident in the outcome that I think God is going to produce? Okay, let me say it again. What about my confidence being in God and my trust being in the Lord, not in what I'm believing the result to be, but just in his ability to do whatever he's going to do and that be what's best for me? Because we listen, because we'll have faith and we'll, and, 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 and I believe, and here's what I believe. I believe that this is going to be the outcome. And I believe that this is what, and so we build up all this faith and confidence and it's not even really in God. It's in an outcome that we're believing in. And I'm, and I'm, and I'm telling you, I'm, I'm the expectation and believe God, believe, believe for the outcome. But what I'm saying is your confidence. The Bible says that those who, um, uh, who believe that who come to God must believe that he is and must believe that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. I see you, Crystal. Chris, it must be resonates here. I see you, Crystal. Watch this. And so we need to make sure that 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 faith and that trust and that confidence is 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 not in the result, but it's it, 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 it's in the God who brings about the result. Okay, it is not in it is not in the work that we're hoping to have, but the God who is doing the work. And that even though I have my preference and I have what I would like to see happen. Ultimately, I trust God with whatever goes on. And what and, and I think we talked about this a while back, but Crystal and I talked about this, Jason and I talked about this, where 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 so many times that's kind of like where we are where where we stumble and we get all these questions. Well, I guess God must really want this to happen because that well, I guess God didn't want. And so now we try to analyze everything and we try to we try to then 
uh, say, well, here's what God does or here's what God likes. And then we tell other people, well, if you do this, that means God's going to do that. All because we're trying to find answers when the real answer is, do I trust God with whatever result comes my way? When that, and if that's the, and if that's the answer, then, then, then we can stop giving people these, you know, and can we talk about the stuff we do in church? We can stop giving people all these weird church answers about how complex this is and complex that is. And, you know, and have to explain things away and say, well, if God is really God, then how come he would, you know, um, uh, uh, allow some, you know, four-year-old kid to get molested by their, by their family, a member, how can they, and then we're trying to do all these twisted answers and stuff where we just, where, where if we would just allow God to be God, Right that we don't have to sit here and try to massage things with these weird answers that we give in church all the time about some of this stuff, because we could, because essentially we, we, we want to, we, we, we want the result we want. And that's where our faith is in, as opposed to in the God who, who is working it out um, uh, 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 for our good and for uh, uh, the good um, of others. And so I want to take a look at this. There's three, there's three things, uh, three more scriptures I want to look at. Um, um, because, um, or maybe, maybe there's four, because we look like we go through these things and we see these things. And, and two of these things I think we'll be fine with. It's just a, a couple others that will probably, that, that give us some issue when it comes to being double-minded. And so we know we go through things in life and we see, we see God delivering or Jesus uh, in these scriptures, delivering people, um, in, in these situations in various ways, uh, in Mark four thirty five, you can read that when you get it, when you get a chance. Um, th- this is when Jesus has the disciples on the boat to say, Hey, let's go to the other side. They take, they take them to the other side. Uh, and there were other boats out there. And then there was a storm. Um, and, and then they woke Jesus up and then he rebuked, rebuked the winds and the waves. Be quiet. Peace, you know, peace, be still. And the, the storm goes uh, uh, away. And that's the kind of stuff that we like to happen. And by the way, God can do that in your life today where things look out of control, where things, you know, are, are spiraling in a downward spiral and, and, and you pray and he can literally stop it just like that. We don't have a problem with that. So I'm going to move on with that. We would love for everything to work that way. And sometimes he does. Okay. Sometimes he'll just stop it. And there are other times where he will rescue us, take us out of the situation, right? Matthew 14, 22. Don't forget it was Peter who was walking, who was walking on water. Right. And then, and then, and then, and then Peter, uh, and then he starts to sink. And then all Jesus did was reach down and he, and, and he, and he rescued them. The next thing you know, they're back. And so, and, and they're good to go. And so sometimes he'll pull us out of situations and rescue us. And that will happen to you. There are times where you'll pray for the storm to stop or you will pray for rescue and it will all happen. We normally don't have an issue uh, uh, with, with those two. Where the double-mindedness comes in is when God doesn't stop the storms, when God doesn't rescue you from the storms. But like we talked about in James, where we go through these trials and this is meant to build endurance, that your faith is going to be tested. And, and, and these are the other two promises with the storm, right? So we, we're fine with the other two. I don't have to talk about him stopping it and I don't have to talk about him rescuing you guys from it. We understand that. We preach that. We teach that all the time. We good. We good with those two. But it's, it's when he doesn't stop it that we have to make sure that we understand that, that we still can't be double-minded, that just because he, he's continuing to put us through this ground or we're continuing to go through the storm, it doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong. It doesn't mean that you lack faith. Watch this. As a matter of fact, the fact that you're even going through that storm for a long time, James shows us that the fact that you're going through that trial proves that you do have faith. Because sometimes we teach that, well, if you, you know, uh, uh, you know, Mike's going through something or, or, or Gene's going through something, you know, and, and, and it's like, well, you know, you got 
got to build up your faith. Maybe you don't have enough faith. No, no. The fact that you're going through this trial, as we just saw in James, prove that you have faith. What's happening is the faith that you have is being worked. And so just because you're going through something doesn't mean God is mad at you. Doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. And that's right. That's right. Like Joe, it uh, uh, doesn't mean that you're wrong. Doesn't mean that, 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 that God doesn't like you. Doesn't mean that your faith is. No, it just means that what's happening right now is going to build some endurance in your faith. And so he may not stop it. Watch this. But he can be a shelter from the storm that as you're going through this, you can find a place of peace in the Lord. That what have you ever been able to, whether it's as for some of us, it's not even coming home because sometimes home is where the sometimes home is where the biggest drama is. But you can all but God will always find a place for you to find shelter in him. That's why like we go to prayer. We go to our prayer closet. I see you see a hashtag endure where we want, where sometimes, sometimes, you know, you know, that long, that commute to work and inside your car by yourself is your sanctuary. It is your shelter. Sometimes wherever you can find some alone time, sometimes the world around you is crazy and you come home and that is your shelter that he will watch this, that in him, he will strategically find us those places for us to find shelter. Psalm 46 says, God is our refuge and God is our strength. Uh, ever present help in trouble. Come on. And so he will always, and, and don't forget the Hebrews where it says we can boldly come to the throne of grace that we can find uh, grace and mercy to help in a time of what? In a time of need, that there is somewhere to go. That Watch it. So, so we make sure we switch, switch our perspective that the storm doesn't necessarily have to stop. We need to make sure we go where there is shelter, that we go where there is refuge, that we go where there is strength, that we find that place where we can hide I see you see her in the storm. Watch this. And now there's another thing where he won't stop it. And, and watch this. And, and maybe not watch this and maybe not even shelter us. Watch, watch, watch this, Sister, Sister Harris. Maybe not even shelter us, but will be with us. But will be with us. Watch this. Uh, Isaiah 42, 3 says, when you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you pass through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned. The flames will not consume you. That's saying, at, watch this, watch this. I will, I, I, I can, God says, watch it. I can do it many ways. I can stop it. I can pull you out of it. I can provide shelter from it. And I can go through it with you. And here's the thing. Newsflash, whether we had him on our side or not, we were going to go through stuff. <laughs> I mean, that's just life. That's just life. Remember, the Bible says that it, he's, he's just. It rains on the just and the unjust. That, it, it, the main, that's right. The main thing is that he's what? That he is with us. And so as we go through these trials, we're, we're, we're not going to change our mind. We're going to hold fast to the profession of our faith, faith. Why? Because we know that if God, if, that God can take us out. We know that God can, that he can um, take, not take us out, like kill us. But I mean, like take us out of this thing. He can take us out of the storm. Right. He can stop the storm. He can shelter us from the storm and or he won't do any of that. He'll just be with us in the storm. And and so we know that no matter what, there's a four ways that he'll be with us and deal with us when life gets kind of stormy. Right. And so what's interesting, too, is that uh, that when you look at all these verses, in all cases, these storms are unavoidable. We spend so much time trying to figure out how can I do this to avoid that? Well, how can I do this to avoid that? Well, how can I how many times do I, if I get up in the morning, if I get up in the morning and pray to start my day, will I avoid having a bad day? You know what? Sometimes you get up and pray and you start your day and you're going to feel on top of the world. And sometimes you're going to get up the same time and you're going to pray and, 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 and your joy will, they will, the world will try to attempt to steal your joy. You know what I mean? And, and, and watch this. And the fact that you believe I get up in the day and I start with prayer or I start with whatever it is you do, 
the fact that you that you believe that we just read in James, that's going to get tested. That's going to get tested. But we can't be double minded about it because what? Because it's building endurance. And the more we endure, the more we endure, the more more things will bother us less. Why? Because we're set. And so and so the storms are what? Unavoidable. And we spend a lot of time, thought and action trying to avoid storms. But that's never the promise to 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 to, to be avoided. That's going to um, avoid us. Um, the promise is not avoidance. The promise is God will be with us. God will shelter us. God can take us out of it and that God can what? can stop the storm altogether. So that's our devotion tonight. I really hope that some, I hope really hope somebody has an index card or going to write in their journal and, 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 and and start to list those things that I am not going to be double-minded about this. And, and whatever that thing is, whatever that you don't need more faith on it, your faith may just need a little bit of endurance. You may just, we need to go through something. So that way, like this is when it, once it has its work, I see you Ma. Once it has its work, you'll be perfect and completely developed in your faith, lacking nothing.